It is Sunday night. It caught me a little bit off guard. I was actually looking at a website here uh, that I'll explain here in a minute. Um, but it is Sunday night. It is news night. And it's very special tonight because, yes, she's first or second. Anyways, whatever. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and bring my guest on. He's being very patient. Um, standing to advertise this shirt. It's a fantastic fucking shirt. So, Mr. Nick Sawal. 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 Hey, what's that? It's Sawal. Sawal. This is the government the founders warned us about. <laughs> Happy to be here. He's a he's an amazing man. He's running for office out in Memphis, the Memphis uh, metro area. Uh, Suburbs, yeah. Tipton County. Tipton County. So he's he's decided uh, for some reason that he wanted to come on and do this news broadcast tonight. Uh, we're gonna read through some articles and give some opinions. Uh, if you don't like them, here's here's the amazing thing, right? If you don't like it, uh, there are opinions. So I mean, hey, that's how that works. Yeah. So uh, we are gonna do ad reads, Miss Jennifer. Uh, I'm getting to that right now. Um, but so impatient. So impatient. These young whippersnappers, you know. <laughs> uh, Tari for KY.com. That's T-O-L-L-E-R, the number four, KY.com. It's people over politics. People helping people. Go check it out. Uh, Libertarian Party Veterans Caucus, leading libertarians to veteran issues, leading veterans to libertarian solutions. Go check them out. They got a website, too. It is. It'll, I'll do that here in a minute. I'll show you. Uh, Chris Byer for Alaska's congressman. It's timealaska.com. Go check that out. Let's see. What else we got here? Super organized. Super official. Notarealpodcast.com. Go check it out. You can catch some sweet merch like this shirt. You can get you one of these things over there. The taxation is theft. Uh, Bigfoot. Nice. The Bigfoot is representative of... The, the real libertarians out there. They don't exist. At least if they do, I've never seen them. <laughs> LakeNellyBruno.com RedemptionTactical.com Use our special link wrap Mia, And uh, that'll let them let us know that we sent you. But if you were like super in the market for a ballistic face mask, that's where you get it. Curtain for current.com. It's TomLasset.com. Chris for AK. Use that hashtag Chris for AK to help him uh, beat Santa Claus for the sole house seat in Alaska. Proud Libertarian Party merch. Hashtag Anarchy Lube. Can't forget that one. Uh, and then go to this website here. This is a very important website. It is NickSawal.com. N-I-C-K-S-A-W-A-L-L.com to donate. Uh, you can also go to NickSawal.com slash donate just to get straight to it. And we're just going to have that up there the whole night. What is this? It's a Sweetwater 420 strain IPA. I'll let you know how it tastes. We took an already dank IPA and married its hops with a strain-specific terpenes and natural hemp-type flavors. The result is an aromatic, super-hybrid, sticky IPA that's ready to rip. That is a lot of words. It was a lot of words for especially a stoner beer. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. 
Uh, so I'm gonna just we're gonna keep this thing rolling. Uh, boom. Before, can I interrupt with an article before you start? So Go what, for it. You, you had a lot of Alaska references up there. What's going on in Alaska? They have a special election. I heard Sarah, Sarah Palin's in the running. Have you heard about this? Yeah, so the the uh, representative, uh, I can't remember his name, that had that seat died. And now they're fighting. Is this who you're seat. advertising? He's, he's going for that seat? Uh, uh, yes, uh, Chris. Cool. Uh, bye. Okay. Awesome, dude. Nice. Yeah, I heard Sarah Palin was in the running for something, and it sounded Alaskan. So, so what's funny is like, there's like a billion people running for that one seat, (laughs) and there's a guy from like northern Alaska whose legal name is Santa Claus, and he dresses like Santa Claus, but he's a super socialist. Like he's like all Medicare for all and all that. And I'm like, I like Liberty Claus a lot better. Well, somebody shout out, to shout out to Tom Arnold. Somebody's got to like Tom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, this this so, smells like it's advertised. Like a lot of words. No, like. Smells <laughs> 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 like weed. I've got it right here. I'll take it. I just got my delivery of hard Mountain Dews. You're going to be naked on the lawn. That's what you said earlier. Yeah, being naked on the lawn. But um, let's get into this first article. Uh, I will even let you pick which article we start with. Save stories. Uh, we've got the 911 tapes from Kavanaugh attempted murder. Uh, the opinion article from CNN on why it's surprising. So it's a CNN opinion article. The surprising reason for Joe Biden's low approval rating. Uh, MSN, uh, NBC News article, in searching for biological organ origins for obesity, uh, ABC News, $100,000 trucks, the new American status symbol, Reuters, uh, fact box, what's in and what's out of the U.S. Senate's gun safety framework. That's it. Is it the Senate? I, I thought something just passed the House. Well, this is, I think this is the one that's hit the Senate. Okay. Um, I mean, the Kavanaugh stuff was pretty interesting. I think I heard the tape, or at least highlights of the tape. I've actually not seen anything, because I fully support getting rid of all of these people. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, hey. I mean, I feel like <laughs> that could be a federal charge if you say that on the record. I didn't say kill him. I said just get rid of him. <laughs> Dude showed up to get rid of him. <laughs> Dude showed up to fully erase Kavanaugh. Yeah. Let's so do that we'll, Yeah, let's go for it. Why not, right? I mean, people should at least hear the article about why I'm now fucking facing federal charges. So. Nine one one two. This is Fox News article because they're super into this for whatever reason. Uh. For obvious reasons, I guess. But 911 tapes from Kavanaugh attempted murder arrest show suspect giving up. I need psychiatric help. Uh, newly released. Well, I'll put it on screen here. That way you can read it too. Because uh, What's up, Eric right Parker? Now. Have you talked with Eric Parker before? I think we've had him on the show before. He's, he's a good one. 
I think either that I was supposed to have scheduled him or I have, and we've had him on the show before. I'm not, I'm not going to be any concerned about anything. But uh, newly released 911 tape shows the suspect in the alleged plot murder to murder Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh, giving up on his plan near the justice's home, admitting to an operator that he needs psychiatric help. So he's not, he didn't even do anything. He was just near the dude's home. He showed up at Kavanaugh's house with a gun and then called 911 on himself to get them to stop him, I guess. That's it? Yeah, and he's facing attempted murder of a Supreme Court justice. Nicholas John Rosk of uh, Simi Valley, California, was carrying a gun, ammunition, a knife, pepper spray, a screwdriver, zip ties, and other gear. Holy shit. When he was arrested by Montgomery County Police Department officers Wednesday morning near Kavanaugh's Maryland home, according to a criminal complaint. So did he drive all the way there from California? It was his California home, so I don't know how far away the city that dude was from is, but Kavanaugh has a house in California. But this, it said it was in it was in Montgomery County in Maryland. I thought it was at his California home. No, That's so right here, yeah, it says Montgomery County Police Department officers Wednesday morning near Kavanaugh's Maryland home. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess he drove from Cali. Bro, that's some dedication. That's like I mean, serious dedication. I, I I got bells going off in my head about that, but yeah, yeah. I'm I'm uh, a I'm a conspiracy theorist. I, I like some of these theories. Like birds aren't real is my by far my favorite conspiracy theory, but. Does not it would not surprise me at all if three letter agencies within our government were preying on mentally ill people and putting them up to do stuff like this. Like I could totally see that happening. So I totally may or may not have said that exact same thing about the uh, Uvalde, Texas elementary school shooting. Uh, see, I, I don't like bringing up school shootings, but yeah, like I don't know how dude would get ten thousand dollars in weaponry. At 18 or 19? On an 18-year-old, he worked at, like, Wendy's or something. (laughs) So he had a brand-new F-150. It was, like, a $60,000 truck he crashed. Like, he had almost $100,000 worth of stuff. And he would just disappear for months at a time. Yeah. Parents, Parents didn't know where he was at. Friends didn't know where he was at. But he just disappeared months at a time. It's It's shady. Like, can't imagine what he'd be doing for those several months. I mean, yeah. there's no way he'd be training, right? Yeah, it's not like basic training is 10 weeks. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. So I can hear the feds knocking now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Department of Justice charged Rosk with attempting or threatening to kidnap or murder a U.S. judge. The approximately 15-minute, Jesus Christ, it was a 15-minute phone call. Yeah. So if there's ever a better reason to explain why you shouldn't give your guns up, that right there. He's on the phone 15 minutes with 911 telling him he's telling them he's going to kill a Supreme Court judge. And he's on the phone for 15 minutes. It's not like, you know, he's just chatting like, hey, guys, what's up? He's like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. And it takes at least 15 minutes for them to show up. 
Yeah. But I dealt I dealt the council like, oh we'll own finish his phone call. <laughs> oh he's busy. Guys, <laughs> don't worry, this is probably the guy, but we'll own finish his call. <laughs> uh shows Rose saying oh, he had man. thoughts and he had come over from California to act on it. So yeah, he drove from California. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Are you thinking of hurting anyone, including yourself? The operator says, yes. Rose responds. The operator then asks him if he has access to weapons, to which Rose says he does. But that is unloaded and locked in a suitcase, which is weird. Uh, Rose tells the operator that he has not had any drugs or alcohol, and then the operator asks if he needs medical attention, blah, 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 blah. So this whole thing raises a lot of red flags, right? So the first one is, is how is a guy in California which is one of the states with some of the strictest gun laws, just getting a gun. Because I thought, you know, people could just go buy guns and then just do whatever. Like, except for, like, every other fucking state where there's actual, like, legislation that prevents that or is supposed to. Um, California has, like, a, what, a week-long waiting period on handgun purchases? I mean, if he drove from California, there was like a three-day process to get to Maryland, so dude was on a mission. Mm-hmm. A waiting period wouldn't stop him from what he was doing. That's my biggest objection to waiting periods. It stops people being harassed that are looking to protect themselves from getting a gun immediately, but the people who really want to do something with it don't mind waiting a week if they need to. The dude spent probably around 500 bucks in gas to drive across the country uh, and then spent money on it guns. It was more than that. Yeah. 500, like $5 a gallon. He got more. <laughs> that was well, more California's than 100 like eight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's looking at like $1,000 worth of gas at least. Yeah. This stinks. Like, this thing glows yeah. hard. But, I don't know. you know, uh, there's no evidence that says he's just not crazy, which he could just be crazy. I mean, he's absolutely uh, bad. Shit and I can guarantee you this is going to be used for red flag laws. Oh, absolutely. Like, this will this will throw Republicans into support for it. Yeah, because this is their boy. Yep. Oh, it's Kavanaugh. We got to protect Kavanaugh. Like, buddy, like, Kavanaugh's good, dude. He's, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, so, basically, the phone call ends with, they're here, I'm going to hang up. And he just hangs up. (laughs) So, the cops were standing there waiting on him to get off. I mean, that's good, at least. But still, 15-minute response time for, that's significant. I'm threatening but to kill. But then again, compared to an hour of standing outside the school, well, I'll give them that. Threatening to kill parents. Than, than that. Yeah. Yeah. Tasing, headlocking, arresting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So, geez. Yeah. It, like, all I do like that so everybody's crazy. collectively. We're all just collectively just supporting gun laws now. I mean, because, you know, hey, Republicans and Democrats are different, right? I mean, there's no reason they would be they, – they, they can't be the same. Obviously, they're Republicans and Democrats. They're obviously different. Yeah. 
But totally. right, what do you want next? <laughs> totes, bro. Totes. We've got the the, the surprising reason. Yeah, we got the surprising reason for Joe Biden's low approval rating. Uh, $100,000 trucks. Right. Uh, so did you already read that one? Which one? The surprising reason. I'm, I'm curious I, to how surprising it is. I skimmed through it. It's hilarious. It's, it's a great town. I kind of want to guess because I haven't read this one yet. Go for it. Uh, I, I want to see. Let's, let's get your guess on record and then we'll go through the article and see where it goes. So I'm guessing it has something to do with Russia invading Ukraine. Um, has something to do with COVID vaccines or the lack thereof and gun violence. All of which are fantastic guesses, um, but it's much more hysterical than that. All right. Bring it. All right. So let's hit it. So, uh, here. Uh, so opinion from CNN, because I'm sure they'll be super unbiased on this. <laughs> um, the surprising reason for Joe Biden's low approval rating one of the most obvious realities of American politics is that the Republican Party, members of which have pushed increasingly hateful rhetoric, is blocking President Joe Biden's reform efforts to improve people's lives. What is much less recognized is that the, a significant faction of the left also damages any hope for improvement in a country wrestling with unprecedented assaults on democracy, escalating hate crimes and gun violence, global warming, and extreme income inequality. Uh, I left off hate, hate crimes and inequality. Yeah. I like I like how all of this is basically anyone that doesn't agree with Joe Biden is the reason why. <laughs> Everybody but Joe Biden is the reason that nobody likes Joe Biden. Got it. <laughs> okay. They start the tone off fantastically. They're like, <laughs> you people who don't agree with us are the reason why. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, so at least gets, there were equal opportunities in hitting the right and the left. <laughs> so I will say that. He, he kind of nailed it with that one. Oh. Commenters offer different theories to explain Joe Biden's low approval rating, but many miss the importance of partisan loyalty. Gallup polls show that Biden's support among Democrats declined from 95% at the start of his presidency to 85% by early 2020. Trump, on the other hand, had only lost 1% of Republicans over a similar time period during his presidency, going from eight, uh, 87 to 86% approval. What could likely account for Joe Biden's comparatively worse lose, lo- losses among members of his own party is the insidious influence of what I call the fan fiction left. <laughs> That's a new one. That is a new one. Uh, increasingly dominant on the internet, particularly social media and the podcast sphere. Uh, the fan fiction left. <laughs> How dare! How dare you? Clutch them pearls harder. Uh, let's see. The fan fiction left imagines an alternative universe where the Republican Party, with its embrace of Trump and his authoritarian tendencies. It's not the main problem of American politics. Instead, in this view, the only hindrance to the enactment of just and beneficial public policy is lack of will within the Democratic Party. 
I mean, they got the authoritarian tendencies of the Republican Party, right? <laughs> They're just missing the left. Yeah. <laughs> They're half right. <laughs> Halfway there, guys. Um, so oh, far, far worse than teenagers writing an extension of their own favorite anime series or video game, the fan fiction left encourages its audience with <laughs> deepening. <laughs> Which, depending on the writer or podcast, often rivals those of mainstream publications and programs. To act in accordance with its weird delusions, hallucination is central to their magical world of make-believe. <laughs> Either that world, no, I'm sorry, enter that world and you will learn the following. <sighs> Bernie Sanders would have won the 2016 and 2020 DNC primaries, if not for inter-party rigging, which is actually true. I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree. Okay. <laughs> like, there's there's some there's some what's the word? There's a lot of bias in here. They they spitting some facts. Like it's funny well, in between them, but geez. <laughs> but he's saying, well, no, he's saying that these are fantasies. Like this wouldn't have been true. Like he's saying that uh, if, if if Hillary Clinton and the the DNC chairwoman hadn't rigged the the thing, he still wouldn't have won. I mean that's that's my least favorite part about being a conspiracy theorist is being when I'm right. like six months later. <laughs> we're, we're all like, so here's the funny thing: is like so many people were like, "Oh, I can't believe this was made in a lab in Wuhan," and the rest was like, "Wait, <laughs> this is this is new news. Yeah, <laughs> this is old." <laughs> we said this in March of 2020. <laughs> I thought you knew. <laughs> we tried to tell you, like, I forgot all about this. And then you, yeah. you guys just bring it back up. Okay. But, uh, well, there goes our second strike on the channel on YouTube. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, he would have easily won both presidential <laughs> elections. The fact that in both races, he earned millions of fewer votes than his respective opponents is insignificant to the fan fiction left who have cultivated their own big lie. Here's the real lie, is that it matters who would have ran as a Democrat because the Democrats will always vote Democrat, Republicans will always vote Republican. Uh-huh. It's it's just that simple. Yeah. And that, that's exactly what I'm up against in my campaign, is I'm running independent in a Republican district. So the more I talk to people, they're like, oh, like, I believe a lot of what you believe in, but I have that disadvantage with an, an I because of ballot access. I'm not an L, but with the I next to me, nobody knows how I believe. So it's just getting my message out there because the, the more I talk to people, like I just broke a thousand followers on my page today. So I'm, my word's getting out there and we're, we're growing every day, but yeah. What you said. Yeah, yeah, it is important to recognize that there are a lot of people doing the good things out there that aren't Republicans or Democrats. Um, there's a lot of people I know outside the Libertarian Party who are doing great things, like liberty-minded things that aren't, they refuse to be tied to the party because, like, fuck parties. And I'm like, hey, yeah. do the work. I'll, I'll support you. Oh. All right, I got to put my game face on here. I'm going to try and make it through all of these without laughing again. 
<laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I just skimmed that paragraph. Even the <laughs> even though powerful Republicans believe in the neo-Nazi Great Replacement theory. <laughs> okay. Even though powerful Republicans believe in the neo-Nazi Great Replacement Theory, voter suppression and racist gerrymandering are prevalent, and many states are passing legislative assaults on women's rights and LGBTQ rights. Concerns about racism, sexism, and homophobia are only bourgeoisie identity politics. Trump supporters... (laughs) regardless of how hateful, irrational, and violent they become, are merely misled members of the proletariat class. You know who uses the word proletariat? Douchebags that write articles like this? Communists, like the straight-up communists use the word proletariat because that's the only place it's ever used is, like, by serious communists. But he's he's blaming the far left for shit, so I don't know where this dude lines up. He's using the... I don't know. I don't know. Even if evidence demonstrates that his supporters are not poor, that Biden won more votes among Americans. Why? Why do you include that? Like, the reason Trump won was there's too many fucking poor people. Stop being poor, you piece of shit. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> What's his name? David? Oh, dude, I'm, I'm, I gotta follow this dude on Twitter. That's, I'm getting, I'm copying that. I gotta follow this dude on Twitter. Like, I've never laughed this hard reading an article. Right, I want to so. see what else he's written. Dude, it's got to be horrendous. Uh, okay, there we go. Uh, <laughs> even if evidence demonstrates that its supporters are not poor, that Biden won more votes among Americans making below 50,000 and those making below 100,000, for that matter, and that the real motivations of the Trump cult are racism. Nativism and Christian fundamentalism. Stop, sir. The fan fiction left would have its subscribers believe that most Trump supporters are modern day incarnations of Tom Joad, the protagonist of John Steinbeck's The Grapes of Wrath. With only a few speeches, Sanders would have converted them to democratic socialism. Similarly, warning about the dangers of Trump are signs of liberal hysteria. Grapes of Wrath is a good book. That's on the banned book list these days, I think. Is it? I think so. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been in Chapter 6 of uh, George Orwell's 1984. Mm-hmm. Russiagate was a hoax, just as Trump himself falsely claims. Uh, the investigation's and even the leak of Kremlin documents demonstrating exactly how Russian President Vladimir Putin influenced the 2016 election through a sophisticated disinformation campaign are meaningless. Are we still certain that, like, Vladimir Putin's this mastermind behind, like, world domination? (laughs) Like, look, like, we, we all have TVs in our house. Like, is Ukraine really going that well for him? No. <laughs> I will say, did you ever go through javelin training? Yeah. 
those javelins that we gave them with with our taxpayer dollars, those things are gangster. They, they do work. They are very efficient weapons. I'm not saying I know where to find such things. Oh, I saw them on the dark web. You can get them for like 30 grand. But if you've got 30 grand laying around and you want yeah. something to buy, you can buy <laughs> army issue uh, given to the Ukrainians javelin missiles ready to fire. I mean, I'm sure we left some in Afghanistan, too. We could probably find some of those. Oh, yeah. Like, my dream is to go back to Afghanistan one of these days and just tactically reacquire some of the left. Honey, what's this charge for a shipping container from Kabul? (laughs) Don't worry about about it. it. (laughs) It's an investment. Yeah. Building a better future. That's the build back better we need. <laughs> oh man, who was it? His name? He he tweeted something about oh, there's 20 million ARs in America. Like, don't you think Ukraine would appreciate them? And somebody was like, yeah, that's why we have the Second Amendment, so that doesn't happen here. <coughs> Imagine yeah. being that tone deaf. Yeah. The Ukrainians are actually already pretty armed because they've seen this coming. Yeah. And uh, I actually, I claimed like almost exactly a month before the invasion began that they're not going to do it. Russia, Russia didn't have the balls. Who, who preemptively demonstrates that they're going to invade a foreign nation by lining up at the border and then just yeah. invading? I said, that's the worst military strategy ever. I said, if you think they're going to invade, you're fucking stupid. Boy, was I fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, look how it worked exactly out for him, though. Yeah, apparently, that's exactly what you do, because... I mean, it didn't work out in their favor, so I don't know if you should do that or not. <laughs> I would not do that. It just I reminds me of the, the Revolutionary War time frame, where you just had the troop lines walking at each other, shooting each other. You know what I mean? Like Civil War type... Yeah, they would do the uh, the rank the line and yeah. rank formations, and then yeah. just do volleys. So stupid. So stupid. Yeah. Then is... you got the Patriot with Mel Gibson when he's uh, guerrilla warfare introduces that. True story, though. Uh, yeah. Revolutionary War was the first time the United States had ever used uh, guerrilla style tactics against an enemy. Sufficient. <laughs> Kicked our ass in Afghanistan and Iraq for twenty years. <laughs> I was about to say. Uh, let's 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 rewind to Afghanistan about twenty some years ago. Yeah. Uh, oh, this last one looks like a good bullet point. The U.S. should not provide aid to the Ukrainian struggle for freedom and self determination, and is only doing so to enrich the military industrial complex. Support for Ukraine is unjust because U.S. NATO aggression provoked Putin into invasion. Uh, are, am I, I am I a far left extremist now? Apparently, I'm kind of Apparently on board I, <laughs> I forgot what bullet points we were reading for a second because a lot of these, I'm like, well, yeah. But then he's saying that these are bullshit. These are the reasons. Yeah, he says he says these are. Uh, let's see. What, what what was the exact word did he use? Hallucination is central to their magical world of make believe. Enter that world, and you will learn the following. I mean. It's a wonderful Wizard of Oz. (laughs) 
Apparently, you I live what, in a world of make believe. <laughs> you know what the real world of make believe is? Is that taxes fix your roads and the government loves you? Yeah. Yeah. Like I mentioned on my podcast earlier today, somebody said I was an idiot for believing that we should remove the gas tax because of the roads. Yeah. Wow. Morose. Mm-hmm. Republican extremism and obstructionism are irrelevant, as are the structural and procedural laws of the federal government. The only reason that President Biden and the Democratic Congress have failed to pass major reforms like the Green New Deal or tuition-free community college <laughs> is that the Democrats have sold out to corporate interests and refused to make a genuine effort. I'm Holy shit. According to this article, I'm a far-left extremist. I am now like a fucking... I just... You learn something new every day, and I learn something new about myself, that I'm apparently a a far-left commie fuck. How dare you? How dare I? Gotta gotta channel your inner Greta Thornburg. I will say this. Tennessee has tuition-free community college. I don't know if you were tracking that or not. Yeah, two years of it. With pathway program. Yeah, and it, it... I think it works out fairly well. I forget. I think it's the lotto that funds it. I don't know where the funding and all that's coming from, but like I'm, it it works. However, we're doing it, so I I don't know. So what's really funny is that Tennessee is actually like a commie propaganda dream, like or a socialist propaganda dream. Because yeah. if you think about, it, we offer two years of community college for free if you graduate from a school in Tennessee, and actually the the only stipulation is that you have to graduate in Tennessee. You can do high school, like school everywhere else. But as long as you spend your last year of high school in Tennessee, you get to use community college paid for. Mm-hmm. We've had 10 care since before Obamacare was a thing. Yeah, It was like 94 when it was introduced. We've been um, Republican run since like 2004. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's no state income tax. Yeah. yeah, the sales tax is a little high. It's like 9.6 now. But it, the cost of living is stupid low. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I, look, I'm going to just be real. Like, I'm going to hate on my, my favorite state for a little bit. Maybe it's a super safe bet that a lot of these inbreds aren't probably going to community college. Just saying. <laughs> like, I, I know a lot of guys I work with that can't read. And I don't, I, I don't, think, I, I don't think there's a big danger of them rushing to community college. <laughs> Nick's like, fuck my campaign. Oh my god, it hurt my campaign. I will neither agree nor disagree. <laughs> That's fair. I'll say the things that you can't. <laughs> oh. oh, fuck. Yeah. I love you, buddy. This is fun. <laughs> we need to do this more. I love this article. This is my favorite article. I'm printing this off. I'm going to carry it around with me. This is the article that made me realize I'm a left-wing extremist. Mm -hmm. That has a Killdozer flag behind him. Yeah, Killdozer Day was a couple last week, wasn't it? 
It was last week. Uh, last week's episode was a tribute to Marvin Hemeyer. Mm-hmm. It's, <clears throat> it's likely these ideas play a role in the divergence in party loyalty that lowers Biden's approval rating to Trump levels. But more importantly, it illustrates the venomous effect that the left has on potential Democratic voters. I thought he was below Trump levels. He is very much below Trump levels. I think this overall national support for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris is like 27%. I just just found this article by looking at Biden approval rating. It's the top hit. (laughs) This article here? The one that we're reading right now, yeah. Fan fiction left behind Biden low approval rating. I mean, they're, they're beyond blaming the right. Like they're they're blaming themselves now. That's awesome. <laughs> they, they got tired of yelling at Republicans. <laughs> shit, so they're yelling at themselves. <laughs> they're, st- they're standing in the mirror screaming, "Why don't you care enough?" Twenty-two percent. Twenty-two percent. I'm sure it's got like so. Gas prices and inflation, in my opinion, have less to do with Biden than it does with Trump. Yeah. However, the majority of Americans don't see it that way. All they know is that Joe Biden is president and gas is closing in on $5 a gallon where I'm at. And they're like, fuck this guy. I don't give a fuck what he says. This motherfucker has screwed me. And that's what's killing him. Donald Trump pulled the pulled the pin on a hand grenade and Joe Biden let the spoon go. That's what's happened. And now he's standing there holding his dick like what the hell happened? Yeah. And, uh, so yeah. Trump, according to this one that I'm looking at, his average was 42 for approval. So double. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. There are CNN correspondents that are having sh- massive strokes right now. I guarantee it. Like this, this I can't. Like this dude used the word proletariat in an opinion article, and CNN is running it. Do you think he's going to run again? Who? Biden. Yeah. If he's alive, then. I think he'll be alive. I don't. I don't. I don't know. So I, I saw an article about Kamala getting the knob. The you think day. Kamala let them live that long? She's, dude, two years away. She's got Bond villain laugh. Like, that's what she's got. Does. <laughs> like, dude. There's not a lot that scares me, but if I was in a room with her and I hear that laugh, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> you see the meme with uh, her and Amber Heard next to each other? No. Shits and giggles. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Yeah, I forgot all about it. Good stuff. Oh, God. Is anybody watching us right now? Oh, <laughs> uh, there's a few people. Oh, okay. What's up, uh, y'all? There's Kareem. Yeah, what's up, what's buddy? Up, Kareem. You're not a real libertarian. Nope, I am not. 
Hey, he's a far right or far left leftist. What was it? Yeah, apparently according You're a far to far right leftist. <laughs> far right leftist. I've gone so far right, I just went left. <laughs> yeah, apparently, uh, I'm far left because I think Bernie Sanders probably would have won the DNC primaries for because they rigged it. Uh, just dude, it's so stupid. This article, I feel, I feel dumber having read this. No, sir. It's 69 genders. 69. Nice. nice. Um, uh, let's see. Dude, do we need to finish this article? Like, I think I think people get the gist of it. Like, Democrats are the fault of Democrats sucking. Yes, Kareem, but can you can you can you define a woman? So pundits are done with Democrats because Roe versus Wade is getting overturned. Is that what I'm reading there? Where? It's right above the video clip. Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll just read all three of them. It's likely these ideas play a role in the divergence. Nope, I read that one. Considering that it's fabulistic. Fab, fabulous, this. You're fabulous. Fabulous. Uh, so consistently and aggressively ridicule Democrats. I just read Kareem's comments. I'm gonna post it. Someone who makes fun. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh fuck. Um. Um, ridicule Democrats. They are <laughs> operationally right wing. What? Considering if, you make, that... if you make fun of the left, then you're on the right, is what I'm reading. <laughs> they are operationally right wing. The impact of the fan fiction left. So, so hard left people are, are hard right. That's what I'm reading. If, if you criticize Biden, you're right wing. That's what I'm reading. Okay. But the Republicans are authoritarian. So just just so we know. Yeah. The impact of the fan fiction list, (laughs) irrespective of intention, is to dampen voter enthusiasm for the Democratic Party. As a consequence, it helps Republicans capture and hold power. Judging by popular social media accounts, millions of young progressives believe that if he only wanted, Biden could cast a spell and by Wizards Fiat transform the United States into Finland. That's exactly what they accused Trump of doing or trying to do when he won. But that's just authoritarianism like 101. A lot of people think that the president is more powerful than he is. I will say that. Yeah, I mean... The president like doesn't create legislation. No, they sign it. Yeah, they either sign it or refuse to sign it, or it gets passed by a supermajority in the House and Senate, and it's called veto proof. And the president can either then sign it or not sign it. Yeah. So I learned that the other day about Tennessee is 
if something passes the House and Senate here in Tennessee, Bill Lee doesn't have to sign it. He can say, nah, I don't like it. And if he doesn't veto it, it'll automatically become law. So that happened with the the Tennessee homeless bill they passed this year, uh, where they it was already a felony to do like state property camping, mm-hmm. and now it's a Class C misdemeanor to camp on the the right of way or under an overpass. So they they further criminalized homelessness not only on state property but all public property. I mean, it makes sense. Like they can't buy a home, so let's take what money they do not have. Yeah, $50 fine. So did you, <clears throat> I'm sure you've seen it, but for the audience who may not have heard, uh, Tennessee, the, so they've done several polls over the last 20 years for what, to gauge what the support is um, for full legalization in Tennessee of marijuana. Okay. Uh, it, it's ranged anywhere from 75% to 90%, which is huge. I believe it. So this year, as a lot of people know, <clears throat> the House introduced, was there was a bill introduced into the House to allow uh, full legalization to be introduced on the ballot in November. It, it wasn't even to introduce, it was a question. Like it, it wasn't to make it a thing, it was just to ask the question on the ballot. Oh, I thought it was a bill that would have allowed... It was a bill to put the question on the ballot that was a non uh, a non-compliant question. Mm. So it would have put the, the question on the ballot, do you believe that marijuana should be legalized? It was a three-part question, and they shot that down. I, I, I watched... Oh, man, I watched that whole session, and... They shot it down because they didn't want to crowd the ballot or some nonsense, but they wouldn't. It would not have legalized anything. It wouldn't have made anybody do anything. It was just a simple poll for that. So one of the arguments was, well, if we allow this question on the ballot, then we'll have to allow every question on the ballot. And the next thing you know, we'll be putting on the ballot what color should we paint the the state capitol walls. And I was like, what? <laughs> So uh, yeah, it was annoying. <clears throat> I think I think the real reason they didn't want to put it on there was they were afraid of the answer. They don't yeah, want to legalize absolutely. it, and they're they're absolutely. afraid that people will support it. Which polls have shown over the last twenty years that Tennesseans support it. Like yeah. Tennessee was a major part of the bootlegging industry that was shipping alcohol from Tennessee to Chicago, place and places like Chicago when prohibition was going on. Tennessee has a very rebellious spirit. Like we just, Battle of Athens, for example, they yeah. waged a war for almost a week with the sheriff's office because they didn't, the, the sheriff didn't like the, the results, the ongoing results of an election. So we decided just to take the ballot box and a bunch of dudes who were pissed off from World War II, who came back from World War II and pissed off, uh, waged war with that sheriff's department and were throwing dynamite into the jailhouse. So, yeah. I mean, like, they're scared of the answer. They don't want to ask the question because they don't want the answer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when I'm elected next year, it's it's a legislative priority of mine to get this through. That reminds me, good sir. 
I'm going to take this down for a second. So. I got big. Oh, oh there we go. Whew, my, my shit was lagging hard. So. I'm going to do something tonight. Uh, let's see. Pull up. I, in order to help Nick get elected, because I think he should. I'm going to make a $50 donation. He's looking for $200 a day, isn't it, right? $200 a day. So we've gotten $25 in today. We need, with with your donation right here, yeah, make sure you put your credit card information in on the screen, too. I will. Uh, (laughs) I'm not going to put my phone uh, phone number on there, uh, because there's a bunch of fucking weird people out there. But... Uh, I will sh- reshare that screen when, yeah. when the payment goes through. But I appreciate you, good sir. Uh, let's see, but we will. Uh, I will donate fifty dollars to your campaign, and hope that others will do the same. And if you'd like to donate, you don't have to do fifty. You don't uh, do five, do ten, yeah. uh, do twenty-five, whatever. Whatever you want to do. If you want to do a thousand dollars, you can do a thousand dollars. But you can do up um, to sixteen hundred. I will say that. Did you just say that's a full tank of gas? What do you drive, a Honda Civic? He's got to, because my, my 2500 it's at least a buck fifty these days. I filled my truck up the other day. It was uh, one thirteen, and I wanted to fight the gas station attendant. I have a 34-gallon gas tank in my Chevy 2500. Yeah, I drive a 99 F-150, and it's got a 25-gallon tank. You know how I know? Because I watched that motherfucker. When it hits 25 gallons, I'm sweating. I'm like, don't go anymore. Yeah. Don't go anymore. We're fighting. <laughs> yeah. $50 is a 10-gallon tank. Yeah, that's... that's but yeah, so th- this campaign that I'm doing right now for fundraising, it's... I need $7,000 to buy a 1,000 yard signs and a 100, like, 4 by 8 signs, so the bigger signs. And that, that's a $7,000 purchase. So I am running a grassroots campaign. I'm running as an independent with libertarian leanings. Um, I need help. So I, I, I've actually started putting in real work this past week. Um, in the past couple of days, we've raised about $700. So we're, we're getting there. We're at about 10% of the goal. I got till mid-July to get this money in so we can get these signs. So I'm, I'm running against an incumbent Republican. She's been in office since... Uh, 2012, so she won in 2011. Or no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's very sweet lady, but it's, it's time to retire. We have a lot of key differences on marijuana, for example, that we were just talking about. Um, she does not support term limits. So I'm, I'm definitely looking to get into, into the state house office just to represent the people again. She's become very disconnected with the general public. Um, and that happens when you're when you're in this seat for ten plus years. So I do appreciate your support, Mr. Bootleg. <laughs> How many people call you Mr. Bootleg? Too many. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Yeah. This yeah, just bootleg is fine. Like it's yeah. it's it's a whole thing. Like people So the crazy thing at Reno is that uh uh people would address me as bootleg and I'm like <laughs> Like I've got a name tag that doesn't say that, but you recognize me like that. That's, that's 
Like it's it's I understand why because that's how a lot of people know me. That's the crazy thing that happened in Reno. People called you by a different name. Look, I'm gonna be honest. I (laughs) did very little as a delegate. I don't give a shit. Um, Do you want me? So, do you want me to reveal some information live with you that nobody else knows? Yeah. So tomorrow night I will be announcing, and because there's. Like the state party doesn't watch this shit because they fucking whatever. But uh, I will be announcing my resignation from LTP LPTN as a uh, regional chair. No, oh, no. Mostly because I'll be leaving the state. What you're leaving us? Yeah. So there's a lot of personal family issues I have going on no. and stuff that um, I've got to work on. Uh, Family comes first, man. I get it. And uh, I will be leaving the state. I will be leaving the party, the state party. And, uh, yeah, it's just it, there's a lot of issues going on, a lot of things I need to take care of in my personal life. But I still plan to do this show, my Thursday night show. I will still go to events and stuff like that. But um, being directly involved with the party is just not feasible for me anymore. It's just um, – it's just – it's too much. Yeah. Mentally. Yeah. Nope. Just the one time. So you don't want to do that at a recurring one too? No, I'm, I'm already doing the... <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Uh, you don't have a thanks for donating screen. Oh, actually, yeah, you do. I, I was wrong. Oh. Yeah, it should come up. It's on the left-hand side. Thank you so much for your support again, Nick Sawal. Sawal, elected as an independent candidate in the Tennessee House of Representatives. So Thanks, sir. 50 bucks. Uh, I encourage others to do something similar, whatever you can afford. But, uh, hey. You're the real MVP. The real MVP are the people who continue to do this bullshit, like you, uh, who run for office, because fuck that. I mean, I'm having a blast, man. I love this. Get to get out and talk to people, see see what's really going on. So, and maybe so. I mean, <clears throat> trying to run a regions, I guess, is a is very different from running a campaign. Like, at the end of the day, like the region exists, right? But your campaign lives and dies with you. Yeah. And uh, I support you in all your endeavors and what you do. I see you blowing up the Discord a lot, and it's it's, it's very entertaining. Yeah. But um, I, I will be yeah, I'll be stepping away from any official positions within the party. I'll just be promoting liberty my own way. Uh, there may be some political action committee stuff coming from me in the future, but as of right now, I need to I need to work on my mental health and just me as a person. I was like, what is, what is that? Do you see that right there? Yeah, that reflection above your yeah. head? That's a sign from God that you are <laughs> destined for great things, sir. I am appointed. <laughs> Anointed uh, Grand Marshal of Tennessee. Uh, Ashley said it's the fucking window. Get over myself. <laughs> well, Ashley is wrong, so. <laughs> My answer is great. He's giving me the finger. <laughs> <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, we didn't get through all the articles, mostly because I couldn't hold it together tonight because 
that article, that CNN article. Like, I'm, I'm going to post was, a link to it. Yeah. <laughs> How's the good one? I mean, we could probably rapid fire one, but it's it's seven o'clock. We could do the the uh, ABC News one, the hundred thousand dollar trucks, the new American status symbol. Oh yeah, that's that's probably good. Uh, Isaac Macedonia, I guess that's his name, had always been a loyal SUV owner until he upheld uh, upgrade his Toyota 4Runner to a Ford. F-150 Raptor, a massive truck with 450 horsepower, <laughs> 510. <laughs> massive. Years ago. Yeah. Uh, Marcedonia, who lives in Oregon, originally bought the $72,000 pickup to go off-roading in the Baja, California desert. He soon realized that the Raptor had all the creature comforts he saw in the daily driver. It's aggressive and can bomb through a desert. It drives like a big car, handles very easily, and is a very plush ride. It's on ABC News. Just a pleasant driving experience around town. Actually, I should put the article back up here. Didn't we have to pick them up, truck up? Yeah. Trucks have definitely become the it vehicle in the United States, according to Ivan Dury, a senior manager at Edmonds. They're, they now come equipped with features that once made luxury vehicles stand out. Plus, towing capabilities and bed size have increased in the latest generations. I will say this. Uh, Toyota makes the best pickup trucks on the road. Uh, if you're looking for a, uh, a half ton. Yeah, like a Tundra? The Tundras are the best gasoline-powered pickup truck on the road. Yeah. And I will fire you. the Space Shuttle. I saw that commercial. They their their tie rod ends are that thick around. They're huge. They built a thirty five hundred front end under a fucking pickup. Never stand yeah. pickup. Uh, let's see. Automakers are adding everything: heated and vented seats uh, in the front and rear, three sixty degree cameras, adaptive cruise control. Uh, sales of trucks have exploded in recent years. They account for twenty percent of the U.S. automotive market. Up from 13% in 2012. I used to think spending 50 or 60K on a truck was outrageous. Now there are $100,000 pickups. Dude, you get into like the 3,500 range, you. You're in a house note. Yeah, you're, you're buying a house at that point. Like you're buying, you're buying a 3,500 like Ram. Yeah, you're buying a house. Mm-hmm. But. These things will go on forever as long as you take care of them. Yeah. Is that the new Humvee? That's yeah. That's the new fucking electric Hummer. It's got like the crab steer, whatever fucking bullshit. Okay. It's a Hummer. It's still a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I will say this. My first car was a Pontiac Sunfire. The 2001 Pontiac Sunfire was that GM Fire Red. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had that. I've had I've had pickups. <clears throat> I've had everything. Well, I've not shouldn't say I've had everything. I had a car and I went straight into pickups. I love my trucks for the simple reason that they're super utilitarian, they're useful, and usually they are not super comfortable. Like they're pickups, they're work vehicles. Yeah. A lot of the new ones 
are stupid cool with what they they come with. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Honda has the Ridgeline where it has speakers built into the bed of the truck. Nice. So it's a party truck. But yeah, I mean, pickups are getting more expensive. And what the problem with that, in my opinion, is now you're pricing people out of the market who actually need the trucks. Mm-hmm. Like people who will actually use them for like utilitarian shit, not just like, I'm going to put a fucking 12 inch lift and 30 files under it and like how cool I am. I mean, then at the same time, they, they're not going to take a loss because they need the truck that just gets wrapped in, wrapped into operational expenses, which then gets passed on to the consumer. So your plumbers, your electricians, your construction, like all the, all the people that need trucks. They're, they're not taking the L because the price went up. Yep. Yep. They're going to pass it on to you. What sucks, though, is like people like me, like I use a trailer for everything. I, like I've hauled three massive loads of wood off in the last couple months where we've just got so many trees growing around here. Yeah. If my truck goes, I don't know what I'm going to do because, whoo, shit's pricey right now. Uh-huh. But with that, I got my buddy Tucker here. Uh, I was I was I was going to ask what what that noise was, but I yeah. kind of didn't want to know. Yeah, I wasn't cranking one out or nothing. <laughs> no, I know your 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 lady yeah, is, is there in the room with you, and I was just kind of worried. Uh, <laughs> but I was I was cutting into something important, so. Nah, I'd log off for that. <laughs> you gotta go to the other website to see that one. <laughs> OnlySawWall.com. Uh huh. So how's that beer, by the way? We uh, we talked about that before the show. How is it? I mean, it's it's heavy because it's an IPA. It's G13 IPA, G13 classified. But uh, it's good. So it's, it's made by Sweetwater Brewing. Nice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, with that, uh, go to nickswall.com, S-A-W-A-L-L.com. If you can't spell Nick, I can't help you. But uh, go donate. I, I donated fifty bucks. Let's get him to a two hundred today, two hundred tomorrow, and two hundred forever. Uh, yep. And uh, yeah, I, I appreciate all y'all. Yes, sir. I'm I'm here anytime. This is fun. It's a lot as fun. usual. <laughs> good night, good liberty, and uh, fuck the feds. Yeah.